0: Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Matthew Chute. I'm Chute Chi. Today I'm coming to you as the Climate Buddha. Today is June 8th, 2019. I have been climate activist, researcher, active participant in the climate issue, trying to be on the cutting edge and the forefront trying to be ahead of the curve. I ran an ad agency for 15 years. I creativity work, the efforts that I placed. All these efforts were designed so that I could stay current, cutting-edge, creative, ahead of the curve. In order to stay current, ahead of the curve, and on top of the climate issue, you had to search the Internet to find the right people to listen to. I heard Guy McPherson years ago, and I realized that this man had something to say that I was willing to listen to because he was saying things that I feared but he had the data that backed it. So one of the key issues that he has brought to the forefront is an issue called the aerosol masking effect. The aerosol masking effect turns out to be a game changer when it comes to understanding climate change. It's a game changer when understanding something called abrupt climate change. So the process of of actually changing the climate at a very rapid rate is is an entire field of study that we call abrupt climate change. It's different than understanding epoch-like climate change and climate change that has been projected out by the UN to be somewhere around 2100 to be of concern. These projections turn out to be just simply incorrect and that the idea that there's a long multi-decade future available for us to fix the climate change issue unfortunately appears to be just fiction in public relations and putting the lipstick on the pig of our huge problem of dumping tremendous amounts of pollutants into the atmosphere that have warmed the climate. So the tremendous amount of pollutants that we put in the atmosphere have caused a net warming of the climate. But it turns out that if we subtract the net cooling that the pollution that we put in the atmosphere does, we get an entirely different number. And what has happened is is that the scientific community has started to do the simple math and ask themselves, The pollution in our atmosphere cools us how much? The pollution in our atmosphere heats us up how much? And when we start to subtract those two numbers, we realize that we've been basing a lot of the estimates and a lot of the projections of climate concern into a future that did not take into account the importance of understanding one of the key components of cooling of the climate. And this is something called the aerosol masking effect. So the aerosol masking effect is a wonderfully scientific issue that is just complicated enough that someone like me could mess it up. So I decided to go one of the to one of the sources. This is from the uh, university, the Hebrew University of Jerusalem. And it's a journal reference with uh, a number of people, and it's in the Science 2019. There's a, So this is a published in ScienceDaily.com. And the headline is, we need to rethink everything we know about global warming. I'm going to read this. I'm going to read this quickly. It's a little of a listen, so if you'd like to put on your I'm going to be quiet and just listen to what this person has to say mode... I think you'll probably enjoy the reading. Uh, I won't stop, uh, and I don't plan on commenting, but sometimes I get driven by the, the subject matter to comment. So let's just see how this rolls. This article is so pointed and to the point and exactly on the issues necessary for you to understand aerosol masking and to understand the predicament we are in with global warming in relation to our ability to survive uh, the, the difficulty of maintaining a civilization in the face of the radical changes that are going on in the, in, the, in the atmosphere. So, we need to rethink everything we know about global warming. New calculations show scientists have grossly underestimated the effects of air pollution. January 22, 2019, the Hebrew University of Jerusalem... Summary, new research shows that the degree to which aerosols cool the Earth has been grossly underestimated, necessitating a recalculation of climate change models to more accurately predict the pace of global warming. For a while now, the scientific community has known that global warming is caused by human-made emissions in the form of greenhouse gases and global cooling by air pollution in the form of aerosols. However, new research published in Science by Hebrew University of Jerusalem professor Danielle Rosenfield shows that the degree to which aerosols cool the earth has been grossly underestimated, necessitating a recalculation of climate change models to more accurately predict the pace of global warming. Aerosols are tiny particles that float in the air. They can form naturally desert dust or artificially smoke from coal or car exhaust. Aerosols cool our environment by enhancing cloud cover that reflects the sunlight, the heat, back to space. As for the first, clouds form when wind rises and cools. However, cloud composition is largely determined by aerosols. The more aerosol particles a shallow cloud contains, the more small water droplets it will hold. Rain happens when these droplets bind together. Since it takes longer for small droplets to bind together than it does for large droplets, aerosol-filled or polluted clouds contain more water, live in the sky longer while they wait for the droplets to bind and rain to fall, after which the clouds will dissipate, and cover a greater area. All the while, the aerosol-laden clouds reflect more solar energy back into space, thereby cooling the Earth cooling the earth's overall temperature. To what extent do aerosols cool down our environment? To date, all estimates were unreliable because it was impossible to separate the effects of rising winds which create the clouds from the effects of aerosols which determine their composition. Until now. Rosenfield and his colleagues... Zhu from the Metrological Institute of Shuang Province in China developed a new method that uses satellite imagery to separately calculate the effect of vertical winds and aerosol cloud droplet numbers. They pe- they applied this methodology to low-lying cloud cover above the world's oceans between the equator and the 40-degree with this new method, Rosenfield and his colleagues were able to m- more accurately calculate aerosol's cooling of the f- effects on the Earth's energy budget. And they discovered that aerosol cooling effect is nearly twice higher than previously thought. However, if this is true, then how come the Earth is getting warmer, not cooler? For all of the global attention on climate warming, aerosol pollution rates, rates from vehicles, agriculture, power plants is still very high. For Rosenfield, this discrepancy might point to an ever deeper and more troubling reality. If the aerosols indeed cause a greater cooling effect than previously estimated, then the warming effect of the greenhouse gases has also been larger than we thought enabling greenhouse gas emissions to overcome the cooling effect of the aerosols and points to a greater amount of global warming than we previously thought, he shared. The fact that our planet is getting warming, even though aerosols are cooling it down at higher rates than previously thought, brings us to a catch-22 situation. Global efforts to improve air quality by developing cleaner fuels and burning less coal could end up harming our planet by reducing the number of aerosols in the atmosphere and, by doing so, diminishing aerosols' cooling ability to offset global warming. According to Rosenfield, another hypothesis to explain why Earth is getting warmer, even though aerosols have been cooling it down at even a greater rate is a possible warming effect of aerosols when they lodge in deep clouds, meaning those 10 kilometer or more above the Earth, Israel Space Agency and France's National Center for Space Studies, CNES, have teamed up to develop new satellites that will be able to investigate this deep cloud phenomenon with Professor Rosenfield as his principal investigator. Either way, the conclusion is the same. Our current global climate predictions do not correctly take into account the significant effects of aerosols on clouds, on Earth, or overall energy balance. Further, Rosenfield's calculations mean fellow scientists will have to rethink the global warming predictions which currently predict 1.5 to 4.5 degrees Celsius temperature increase by the end of the 21st century to provide us a more accurate diagnosis and prognosis of the Earth's climate. So the last sentence, which currently predict 1.5 to 4.5 degrees at the uh, end of the 21st century, is such an underestimation by the abrupt climate change people. Uh, You go to Arctic News, you look at Sam Karana's work, and you look at the graphs that he drew from readily available NASA data and said, "Wait a minute, these numbers are just fiction. There's just no way that these little small increases one point five degrees by the end of the century are even remotely true and unfortunately the the realization that that the um, uh, aerosol masking effect has been massively underestimated." means that whatever estimate that you, that you see currently from anybody, we currently are in general agreement that we're probably about 1.75 degrees over industrial baseline, uh, what we call the pre-industrial baseline, which is right around um, you know, 1,700, 1,800. And this period of time when we just started to dump coal in the atmosphere, everything started to warm up from that point forward. So we were overcoming the aerosol masking effect at a very early phase of the pollution but understanding it in relation to cloud formation and how that cloud formation relates to the overall cooling effect of an aerosol, we see that this is a compounding effect, and there's just there's a big problem with this, with this feedback loop problem. We've got these feedback loops that continue to feed themselves, and, and these, these feedback loops of, of heat causing other things to heat, causing other things to heat, causing other things to heat, causing other things, the, these feedback loops cause exponential math to, to occur. So the, the abrupt climate change community has been sitting there going, "Wait a minute, we're looking at exponential math here. You guys are just not even close to talking about what's realistic. You know, 2100. There's there's exponential math going on. There's feedback loops. There's mechanisms we don't understand. There's mechanisms that we don't know what they're going to lead to. So the aerosol masking effect is just one of those issues, because it brings to, brings to bear the key issue." of the entire environmental movements the core key m- issue of the environmental movement is is to conserve to not use the word as a political tool but to actually conserve everything for future generations but the other problem was was to reduce greenhouse gas emissions and if we reduced greenhouse gas emissions by firing down and quieting down and deheating society and we did this quickly like through a war, or a disease, or some sort of man-made instantaneous reduction of industrial activity. If we did that, the planet's gonna heat up in, in weeks. In weeks. One study shows that 35% reduction of worldwide industrial activity is enough to raise the entire temperature of the planet, the worldwide average, 1.5 degrees in a matter of weeks. We have no idea what 1.5 added over a six week period of time will do to the climate. We don't know exactly how that's gonna play out. We got no idea how that's gonna play out because that first six weeks of rapid heating could be causing unbelievable effects that are just not understood, predicted, or figured out unbelievably faster than expected surprisingly unexpected rain bombs things that we are trying to put names on to understand what our climate is currently doing in its earliest phases of abrupt climate change my name is Matthew Chu I'm the climate boot I realize now that my commitment my commitment in my efforts and energies that I placed in my commitment in buddhism involved helping all living beings and i said you know this is something that all living beings need to know about and need to be prepared for because the preparation phase of the humanity for what is about to unfold climatologically involves changing everything that is currently happening because the existing systems have failed us profoundly where those systems have worked and how they have worked, it's the mechanism through which they have worked that is flawed. I've hashtag distribute power that asks the basic question, do we need concentrations of power to run everything? My question to you is, can we distribute power? Can we distribute knowledge? Can we take advantage of technology and create a technocratic democracy that can get everything done, that needs to get done in time to save as many of us as we can. We're facing food destabilization. We are facing residential destabilization. Farmers are not going to be able to grow crops where there is no water. So the issues of dealing with climate migration, populations that are suddenly thrust into the into the worldwide community seeking sustenance, these are famine issues. These are issues that we grew up in the 60s watching on television of. Of, a, of bony little african Amer- african children that were sitting in the dirt starving to death trying to get us to give money and the the middle class of america is going oh my god i how can i how can i take on that level of starvation the american middle class doesn't have to take on that starvation there is enough money and enough monetization of resources to be able to concentrate that money to the solutions that need its most important application. This is a voluntary decision by those with that money because hashtag logical radical says that if you listen long enough to climate change information, you realize, wait a minute, this isn't going to get better. The people who get to that point where they agree that this isn't going to get better, it's just going to get worse and people are going to start dying, when you start listening to that type of talk long enough, you go, we need to do something while we can, because we have to figure out how to replace those aerosols in a way that doesn't heat the earth up while we de-industrialize, while we take care of everybody, but while we use our industrial uh, system to try to remediate climate change and figure out what to do with nuclear power plants that are in the way of sea level rise. So, we have two big projects. Hashtag universal alignment says, we've got six things to do. got to stop. Figure out how to get to the next phase. Instant radical change says we can get to the next phase. Quickly. We don't have to mess around. Just decide to do it. There's an algorithm for this, by the way. just want you to know. Our computing power can take every single member of the entire seven billion of us and give us a new job at one moment from one moment to the next moment. Change can happen at any time. Instant radical change says that the people who've got the money, the power to do this will do this uh, will do this logically for the benefit of all living beings because it won't matter what they do. What they do is just a matter of whether or not it matters because what we're talking about is having humanity as enlightened as possible as it struggles against the the struggles of climate change that's the effort of the Climate Buddha. I hope you enjoyed this haven't quite figured out how to fully monetize everything that I'm doing but I am on Patreon Um, need some help get to the next level I need some support. Having a difficult time maintaining the time of space and energy to continue this. Need some help.